Welcome to the official podcast for the Society of Urodynamics, Female Pelvic Medicine, and Urogenital Reconstruction. Here you will find podcasts highlighting clinically relevant topics, ongoing SUFU initiatives, SUFU member highlights, and much, much more. Good morning. I am here. My name is Dr. Seth Cohen, bringing a SUFU podcast to you. Uh, I'm an assistant clinical professor in the Division of Urology and Urologic Oncology at the Department of Surgery at City of Hope. We're very fortunate this morning to be here with Dr. Howard Goldman. Many of you already know Dr. Goldman. He is a professor on the faculty of the Cleveland Clinic Learner College of Medicine. He's also vice chair for quality and patient safety at the Glickman Urologic and Kidney Institute. He has joint appointments in the departments of urology and obstetrics and gynecology, and obviously he's very actively involved in the training of fellows. He holds many positions at the AUA, IUGA, and SUFU, and this year he is program co-committee chair with Dr. Basavada for the upcoming SUFU 2020 winter meeting taking place in Scottsdale, Arizona, February 25th through the 29th. Welcome, Dr. Goldman. Thanks for being with us. Thank you for that very over-the-top introduction. <laughs> okay, well, uh, we, we're very excited about the upcoming clinical meeting. Uh, obviously, a lot of effort goes into planning this. Just uh, um, to start, are there any aspects of the 2020 program that you're, you're very excited about this year? Yeah, so some of the things that people have expressed a lot of interest in and have enjoyed in the past are when we do some of these point-counterpoint debate-type things, as well as sort of these little surgical training panels where people will get up and you know talk about how they do it, how they stay out of trouble, and how they get out of trouble if there's a problem. So we actually have a number of these sorts of things. Um, going back to the point-counterpoint, we have things where it's, you know, the failed sling, what next? And then we have a debate on should it be a fascial sling or a mid-regional sling. There's a debate on what the ideal placement for a uh, neuromodulation lead is, whether it's a sacrum or other targets. There's a debate on interstitial cystitis, whether we should be focusing on the bladder-centric therapies versus systemic therapies. So there are all these sorts of debates that are in the Debaties, debaters are people who are very well accomplished in these areas. So we'll really get a good sense of, you know, there are the pros and cons of different things. As far as the expert surgical theater, and I, I just happen to be the one that's leading this panel, this year we're focusing on robotic cyclopepsy, steps, missteps, and solutions. So essentially how to safely place support and what to do if unfortunately you have a gall injury, how to dissect the ligament and how to avoid bleeding and then also how to dissect the bladder, and what do you do if by accident you get into the bladder or into the vagina. So we'll have experts up there uh, sharing some tips and tricks and showing videos. And I think these are usually very, very uh, highly rated types of things. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm personally very excited about the uh, the surgical theater robotic sacrocopalpex C-section, that, that particularly for me. Now I also noticed that there are some invited lecturers. I see Dr. John Delancey coming in for a couple of lectures he's giving from Michigan. Any additional people that we have invited or is he kind of one of the headliners? So he clearly is one of the headliners. I mean, he's one of sort of the fathers of the field and one of the most respected people when you talk about prolapse and incontinence. And to his credit, he has continued to really engage in research, uh, looking at the biomechanics of uh, pelvic floor support. And so he's going to be talking on, you know, the things that they've learned in their biomechanics research that will are, enable them to improve native tissue repair, which I think, you know, given the current climate we live in, uh, there's been a 
big focus and a relook at the native tissue repair. So that should be very interesting. We also have a very interesting program at the end, very end, on Saturday, uh, towards the end of the entire program, which I would advise everybody to stay around for. Because as you know, we have other parts of the world have had troubles with synthetic slings. There are a number of countries in the world where synthetic slings have actually been quote unquote banned and can't be used. And so what we thought we would do is we'd actually get more of an international perspective on the status of the use of midriotal mesh slings. So we have a panel called International Perspectives on the Use of Mesh Slings. And we have representatives from all over the world. We have someone, Marcio Averbeck, who's from Brazil, will give their perspective. We have Tamsin Greenwald, who's from the United Kingdom. We have Blaine Welk from Canada. We have Matteo Balzaro, who's from Italy. We'll sort of talk about what the status is in continental Europe. And then we have Dr. Dei Lu, who's from Chengdu, China, will sort of give his perspective of what's going on in this area in China. So it'd be really a nice way that we can not only meet some of our international colleagues, but we'll get a nice perspective for the status of you know, something that's very important to us here, but how are things going on around the world? No, that sounds fantastic. Very, very interesting talks. I also see that, you know, we have some some interesting breakout sessions that are happening over happening over a couple of days uh, with some advanced urodynamics and meeting the challenges of independent urology practice. What are future options? Anything particularly planned for those or insight into those sessions? Yeah, so what we try to do is we try to make those sessions such that um, there would be a balance of things that perhaps somebody in academics would be interested in, but there would also be things that people in private practice would be interested in. Because let's remember, though many of us are in academic practice, but many of our fellowship-trained people go out into private practice and into some of these very large private practices and some of the smaller ones, and that's great. And we want to make sure that there are things that they would be able to engage in and, and find useful and take back to their practice. And also, you know, it's not only the FKMRS trained people, we still have a fair number of people who may not have done a fellowship, but do a lot of female urology and maybe in private practice. And so we'd like those sorts of workshops to uh, be things that, that people have a choice as to what really is interesting to them. We also have a session where uh, Ray Painter is going to talk a little bit about coding, and that could be valuable to really everybody. Excellent, excellent. Now, I know, you, you know, obviously you don't have very specific insight into some of the basic science presentations, but in general, SUFU is such a strong, amazing basic science program. Anything you can give us as far as information about the basic science program? Well, so they do have some very interesting um, papers that are being presented, um, and there are some very interesting panels. I mean, there's a panel on metabolic syndrome and how that may relate to various bladder issues. There's a panel on autonomic uh, dysregulation. Um, I know Mike Ponteri, Tom Chalimsky is a GI guy who I used to work with who does tremendous work in this area, Lori Berger's there. It's how the autonomic dysregulation may influence bladder activity. And then there are a whole bunch of very nice abstracts about different types of more biosynthetic things that might be used for slings and whatnot. So I think there's a, a lot of interesting stuff going on in that area. And I would, I would certainly encourage people to try to come in on time for the uh, basic science section because there's it just, there are a lot of things that will just make you think as to different ways we can do things. Fantastic. 
Well, uh, you know, you've been such a, such an important member of SUFU and the, and the organization over the years. In general, kind of what have you found most rewarding about attending the winter meetings over the years? Are there things you usually look forward to walking away with? So there are a number of things. Number one, it's a nice setting really to learn what other people are thinking and what other people are doing. And I know with my fellows, we frequently just walk around looking at the abstracts and many times just walking around the ab- looking at the abstracts or hearing some lectures and we think, well, what about this? And then that gives us questions we can take back home and look at ourselves. Uh, but I, I think a lot of it is just hearing new approaches, perhaps validating some of the things that we're already doing. And then just as importantly, I think there is a tremendous value to the networking that goes on at Sufu. It's a very nice not a high stress type of meeting. People are very friendly. There's a lot of time for social gatherings. And uh, I think it's really a nice time because the vast, vast majority of people who've been fellowship trained and are the you know, quote unquote female urologists in some of these big uh, private practice groups or even smaller groups, as well as the academics are all there. Everyone's friendly, everyone's talking, everyone's asking questions. So it's all, that's always a nice a nice part of it. And then uh, personally, the Supu winter events, they usually pick a pretty nice place to hold them. Uh, this year in Scottsdale, uh, it's a very nice resort. And it's funny, Scottsdale is the one place that if I've been meeting there, my wife automatically is coming. <laughs> uh, and, there, and there are a lot of, I mean, we like hiking Camelback Mountain is right near where the resort is this year. So there are a lot of other little things if you have a little free time to get away and do there. Well, this, is, this has all been fantastic uh, material. Thanks so much. We're really excited about the upcoming SUFU 2020 Winter Meeting. Dr. Goldman, we know you're very, very busy. We want to thank you for taking the time away to give us some insight into, uh, into the meeting in the upcoming weeks. And we look forward to seeing you there. Thank you very much. You're welcome. See you there. Thanks for listening to today's episode on the SUFU Podcast. Be sure to follow us on your favorite podcast streaming app. We're available on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and SoundCloud. Follow us on Twitter with our handle at SuFuOrg, where we'll provide real-time updates of our next podcast episode launch. And be sure to check us out on our website, www.sufuorg.com.